You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Pamela and Mariah. Yeah, and what's puberty? The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help. Hello. Hello. What's up, Brady? Not much. How are you doing? Good. I'm excited. This actually kind of, like I said, it feels kind of weird sitting on this side. Yeah, you're not in front of your... Yeah. The hub. But I felt like it would be better. So you weren't watching the screen and your Thinking. yeah your um producer hat wasn't on yeah yeah anyway yeah. it's mariah here with brady hi the producer <laughs> um we're just gonna have this it's our special holiday episode our black friday episode yeah pamela uh, is gonna be working on some black friday projects for her businesses right yeah oh yeah she's she's busy yeah and we love that she's busy i'm excited for her to be busy so it's just us two but we're we're gonna take the time to introduce brady and all things brady you guys i mean our listeners know stuff about pamela and i but you're just the voice that comes on i just kind of showed up yeah (laughs) i just kind of popped in and then just randomly yeah no uh well so i was excited when you decided to do this and you fangirled hard. I did. You have a podcast? Yeah. I loved it. I exploded over it. I was super pumped because I'm always looking for something new and exciting to get into. And mm-hmm. sometimes I don't feel like I have the support. Like I don't have the friends behind me that are... Ditto. Like yeah. my, my friends, well, all, they'll encourage me, but no one jumps on board and says, let's make this fucking real. You and I are very similar because we're project people. Yeah. We get really excited about projects. So, okay. So... History on Brady and I, we're, we've been good friends for what, four or five years? Four? Four years. Yeah, well, yeah. Three? Four. Let's say four. Sure. Nice round number. I've dated Jamie for a year. I was engaged to Jamie for a year. We've been married for a year. Year, year and, and a half. half. Year and a half. Okay. So three yeah. and a half years. Three and a half, four years. Yeah. Because it was right after you guys started dating. Well, I feel like I've known you my whole life, regardless right. of the timeline that it's... Right. Yeah. We just connected. We, we just have such similar tastes, and we just... We're, goofy friends together sometimes i wonder if i'm adopted <laughs> <laughs> like what what's the parent trap or something yeah. we were just separated yeah right very well could be <laughs> anyway but um so i didn't really bring it up when we hang out as friends that i was having a podcast that i was doing this podcast because for one i feel like you know people judge you with your projects and they're like oh it's never gonna take off right or they hop on wanting a piece of the pie. You hopped on and were excited when I said something because you wanted to, I don't know what's the word I'm thinking of. No, I don't want to say piece of the pie at all. You wanted to no. like, hey, I have this recipe I would like to share with you. I don't know, this pie yeah. recipe. No, it's not that I really had, I don't really have <laughs> no, pie. I don't, I don't really have pie recipe. I had part of the recipe, Yeah, yeah. I think. And, and, and the experience and what we were really, really missing and even if we weren't missing that, and that's kind of something you had started with, like, you were just like, hey, I have some experience in this, and that's why I started contacting you, because I was like, I'm having trouble editing this, you know, could you just come help a little bit? And then it just kind of spurred into, you're helping more and more, and we're just going to get you on board. Well, I was just excited to see, I mean, I won't, I'm not saying I won't eat pie, but I'm not here for pie. That's, yeah, and so that's why I had a trouble thinking of that analogy, yeah. and I think it was probably a shitty analogy to try. No, to I think I think that was a fair analogy, but but the truth of it is is that uh, 
I had a love affair with radio when I was growing up, mm-hmm. and I had somehow weaseled myself in as a 13, 14-year-old on a popular morning show. In Utah. In Utah. Uh, working basically behind the board. I was interning with yeah. them. I wrote, I uh, I mean, we're talking about 6th, 7th, 8th grade, right? I was actually quite young. Uh, and there were a lot of times I think the talent on the show forgot I was so young because the microphones would go off, right? The on-air sign would shut off and... They're bullshitting with you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and didn't you say, um, well, not just that experience, but you've like written jokes for comedians. You, I did stand up comedy. You're good with contact, content, contact, content. God, fuck. I can't talk. Yeah. It's late. To be fair, this is the latest we've ever done a podcast and we've both had something to drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But I already struggle <laughs> with words, and I, I, the struggle bus really pulls in once I've had a few That's drinks. kind of funny. So, one of our lost recordings, uh, you talked about that. What was it called again? Anomic aphasia. Anomic aphasia. So sounds kind of sexy. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um, I struggle with finding words. So my recall. Um. I guess recall, I, I don't know, and I'm probably, like, butchering this explanation because words evade me. Um, but it's where, like, I struggled to make a connection in my brain with a word. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's that's a bad way of... Anyway, I can tell you everything that's related to that word. I can't think of that word. So let's say if the word was, like, microphone, mm-hmm. I'd be like, that thing that you speak into... You can sing into it. You can, and then, and it's always like, and and, and 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 like, I'm really excited to tell you about something or something. It's right there. It's right there. And I feel like a fucking moron because they're not technical words. It's not hard. Like, fuck, I can remember anomic aphasia. Yeah. But I can't remember things. Say, say it again real slow, though. Anomic aphasia. <laughs> <laughs> kind of tickles me. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, so sometimes I end up making up words a lot and that's just kind of like one of my little quirks that I do, but. So and I kind of think that got lost in the recording too. We talked about having a. Our a, lost recording. Yeah. Our lost recording. That's yeah. a, that we just, our poor lost, lost recording. Yeah. It's like the lost world. Well, we, we, had, s- we, we, s- we saved content. part of it. We saved we part of it and we, we are going to. And so this was, so that was to, to kind of bring everybody up to date on that. Um, we did the. What actually kind of, to me, turned into more of an episode about porn and less about porn addiction, because all my studying that I kind of did in the back of my mind was about addiction. Mm. Um, you guys did a full episode. We, I don't know what the hell happened. We plugged in all the microphones that you guys had at the time, mm-hmm. and it they sounded just like sounded shit. terrible. I, we didn't change any settings. I don't know what was wrong. So then we, so what we did was we decided to let's we're here we're gonna record something we we threw down a tablet right yeah like just the ipad and then you received a phone call your tablets hooked <laughs> up to your watch your watch is yeah. hooked up to your phone right mm-hmm. and you ended the call the never-ending circle of apple products oh god Te- <laughs> it's like, you can't even be mad at apple it's all technology mm-hmm. um you ended the call but at the same time, it shut off the recording. But we didn't see. We, we, did, didn't, we, I, we didn't weren't know. even paying attention. We all and just we, kept talking. And we were in such a good flow. Pamela yeah. and I sometimes just get on this like 
back and forth and yep. it's just really going and we're you know and of course like bantering back and forth because you know me there's no if if i have a day without humor i'm dead yeah totally so i'm the, I'm the exact same way i say stuff i say stuff for effect a lot it gets me into trouble yeah but it makes me laugh um yeah there's a few times that i'm like god damn brady shut up really <laughs> You, you feel like no, I crossed lines? Not, not because you crossed the line for me, but I'm worried about other people in the room because they don't know you yet. That's true. That's the only time I'm worried about what you say. That is probably... And, you, and I've probably shot you that look with like wide eyes and be like, help, help, help. I think you said... I think you said something was gay one time. Like, you were like, that's gay. And I was like, oh, shh, don't say that. I, I don't mean it. You I don't. I don't mean it you with any like sort of... You are like the purest of heart, and so that's why I'm like... I love everybody. No one judge. Yeah, I don't know. But and, anyway. And so, I mean, maybe that's sort of... The, this will be part of our episode, the disclaimer, is that, you know, look, I, I'll be honest with you. I love everybody. White, black, uh, whatever whatever kind of race purple you want to imagine. Purple people eater. Yeah, purple people eaters. Whatever you want to call it. Every Every type of person you are, unless you reveal to me that you're a shitty person... The color of your skin does not impact me. If you're a shitty person, I'm gonna hate you because you're a shitty person, or I'll or I'll dislike you because you're a shitty person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't. But I'm definitely gonna make fun of you. Oh yeah. If you do something, we have funny, a short friend. Yeah. Do you have lots she of is jokes? So short. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna get her a step stool for Christmas this year. Oh, you think she'll do. be mad? <laughs> what is she gonna she'll do? She'll laugh. Kick your shin. Yeah. <laughs> she might use it to finally be able to reach up and punch me. That's for you, Ray. Love you, girl. That's for you, Ray. Love her. Um. So, well, and and to carry that on to 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 just make sure it's clear, yeah, gays, bisexuals, transgenders, asexuals, anybody in any kind of category that feels like they're a minority. I if we're friends, I'm gonna make fun of you, but I love you. That's what I I. If I don't make fun of you, consider yourself out of the circle. Exactly, and that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like if I'm teasing you. Is because I have now brought you into the flock of friends welcome. that I yeah, yeah. It, welcome exactly yeah. it's and I and I'm also very very open for feedback so if I ever say anything that is crossing the line like I'm happy for someone to bring that up I'm never gonna be like offended that they took offense or hurt their feelings you know it's like oh I yeah. appreciate you telling me that if might I, not change if, me if I say something that legitimately hurts your feelings. Please just tell me. And I'll, ap- I'll apologize. I'll love you. What I mean, even if Ray came to me and said, listen, dude, I know I'm short. Fucking just knock it off. I'd quit picking on Ray. But I love Ray. But that's, that's why, why she's fun to tease because she knows. She gives it back. Oh, she dishes it out she's so She's good at it. I, yeah. I, Sometimes I feel like, you know, the people that I love, I screw with the most. Mm-hmm. And it's not because, you know, I feel safe. I feel comfortable with you. And... In that safety and comfort, I realized that you're going to accept me for me, and you're going to be okay with me teasing you a little bit. You should be. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, look, if I'm not making fun of you, I'm sorry you're not my friend. Yeah. You know? So. And and I refuse to be censored. You know? It's uh, and maybe a bad Welcome thing. Welcome to the Salty Sex Cast, where censoring <clears throat> is against the law. I'm going to have to work on my sexy voice, though. Because <laughs> in, in practicing this, I've realized I'm not super fan not a super fan of how I sound when I when I listen to it back. Yeah, I, th- I have to go deep and slow and a little quieter. You and Pamela well, a sound more sexy. Breathy. No, that's just creepy. <laughs> a little more <laughs> breathy. Now that sounds like a scary You sound like murder. a vampire. Oh. Yeah. yeah. 
Sort of sound like Dracula's wife. I do have fangs, so you do works out. I think that's something I think our users are going to be pretty excited about, like the thumbnail that's available to them on the podcast that I've seen. Oh, yeah. You guys look cute in, but Uh I don't think they realize how gorgeous you two are. Thanks, Brady. And I think both of you are are both super gorgeous women, and you're confident, and that confident takes you from 10s to 12s. You know what I mean? Boom. Like you break the scale when you're attractive and confident. And immature and And perverted and willing to talk about my homemade dildos that, you know, (laughs) just kidding. That does not make me a 12. It just makes me, again, it's just showing that we're uncensored here. And that's okay. And it's a safe place to be uncensored. That's okay. So kind of going along the lines of being uncensored, introduce yourself and maybe like. So I am Brady. Mm-hmm. I currently work in a construction industry. It's mostly all kind of type A alpha male type personalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I'm I'm probably about in my life make a lot of a lot of those types uncomfortable. Actually, <laughs> um, me and my wife are in what I I think the general majority would probably call a swinger relationship. Okay, but I don't like swinger because I picture overly tan. Old men in Florida with white tough chest, like white tufts chest of hair? chest hair, <laughs> like a gold chain kind of swinging yeah, back oh and forth, oh and they're kind of shiny. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't want that picture in. <clears throat> yeah, I'll stop. But uh, yeah, so I don't like swinger, uh, but because we don't really swing, you're a little more fluid with We're, your relationship. You're open to. I like monogamish. Monogamish. Yeah. Hey, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, we we practice emotional monogamy. We're only in love with each other. Yeah. But we're open to experiences. Cool. Other experiences, other titillating people. Physical yeah. adventures. Sure. And I love the word titillating. Titillating. So, titillating. I had a counselor use it on me in uh, marriage counseling in my first oh. wedding, my first marriage. Titillating. Interesting. <laughs> I loved it ever since. <laughs> uh, I am an atheist. I'm probably what you would consider a militant atheist. If militant. So, yeah, militant atheist. If someone's willing to stand their ground and defend their religion with me and they want to talk about it, they want to have a good, friendly conversation, I'm more than willing to discuss it. It makes some people uncomfortable. My wife is terrified every time a debate starts around me. Um, I'm also kind of one of those guys that, uh, you know, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate for anything. Oh, you really are. Which is I really, love devil's really good. Advocate. I think anytime I have, like, a new idea... It's always really, really fun to bounce it off of you because you do play that devil's advocate and you're also not going to bullshit me, you know, like you're going to like straight up be like, well, I see where this might fail or, or maybe strengthen this part of it. Sure. I don't know. Well, it's not like I've ever come to you with some amazing ideas, but I'm never, and I'm never afraid to because I know that's why you're a great producer, Brady. Well, you're going to get what I, you're going to get what I think. Oh yeah. And, And, but not in a rude dismissive inferior way no 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 i know it's a very productive proactive like you're just supportive i mean jfk all the ifs all the ifs i like to if it up i think uh jfk i think it was jfk who said this he said that uh, a rising a rising tide lifts all ships right Hmm. and we kind of talked about the ripple effect earlier where if you know like i'm gonna go out today and i'm gonna change the world yeah. And by by world I mean my world. I'm going to change something in my world for the mm-hmm. for the better. And if I can do that, 
Maybe that will impact my spouse. Maybe that will impact my friends. And if they're riding that wave with me, maybe somebody else in their life will catch that wave. And maybe by it's all by the time it's all done and said, with the internet and everything, maybe someone in Japan has been lifted by me. Well, and it's hope. Positivity is contagious. Yeah. You know. People are so shitty. So another thing that I should probably talk about when it comes to me, mm-hmm. um, I shouldn't say all people are so shitty, but people can be shitty. People can be, because if I told my parents, my parents don't know I'm doing a podcast, but if I talked to my parents about that, I could just see my dad. The reason I'm not in radio today is because my dad told me I'd never make any money doing it. Hmm. I gave it up. You didn't have I was, a deep, sexy voice. No. I'm, I'm kidding. Well, <laughs> I mean, at that time, we wouldn't know. <laughs> I mean, I I don't even think my balls had dropped the well, first hey time I guys. Been... Hi guys. <laughs> Why did I sound like Mickey Mouse? I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I don't know. Like people that I find to be negative, I avoid them. I find an odd satisfaction. I want to go out and prove them wrong. Right. Fuck you. Or to wear people down. Like if they don't like me. Yeah. It's not that I need their approval. You're going to be my best friend and you're going to love me. Yeah. And you're going to look back in a couple of years yeah. and be like, fuck, I got tricked. And there's a few people that hate everybody, but still will even reach out to me. Be like, what's up? You're so, but you're such a bubbly person. You're unfiltered. I know that when Mariah says something to me, she fucking means it. And Whether I, it's loving or mm-hmm. constructive criticism. And I've never really felt criticized by you if you've ever said something to me. We talked about it a little bit the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was so sweet the way you dealt with, like, you had advice for me. I was like, oh, my God, this, this, Aww. she loves me. She, came, she Well, I shouldn't say loves me because, you know, we talked about. It's a deep friendship. Super awesome friendship. We need You're to find a me. word for that. We got to figure it what, out. What's the, what's the Latin word for friendship love? If we had a producer sitting at his laptop right now, he could <laughs> look it up. My producer's behind the microphone right <laughs> Fucking, now. I'm dropping the ball. So another thing about me is um, that I think is kind of important to talk about is I have, uh, Jamie calls it unpression, which is sort of like the opposite of depression. Oh, okay. I Like someone with depression experiences a lot of long-lasting lo- lows, and they don't really find a way out. And mm. I have... I have ridiculously long-lasting highs about everything for all the all the time. It really takes a lot to get me down. The shittiest of situations, I'll walk around with a smile on my face. And then when I experience sort of my lows, like when I when I hit hit my low, mm-hmm. sort of everybody else is normal. Interesting. Yeah, I'm like yeah. a fucking rubber ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you explained that to me because I looked at you like rubber ball. What? Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know, life doesn't keep me down, you know? I mean, it... Maybe that's why we're so drawn to each other, because, like, you know, two positives... They definitely don't make a negative. No. They definitely don't make a negative. Two positives. Like, we're just spreading more of it. It's just exponential now. I don't know. But, like, we're always chatting. I don't think anyone... Have you and I have ever had a bad day around each other? No, we're usually, like, peppy and... I mean, I've been, like, maybe a little moody. Yeah. But that's probably because I'm maybe. hungry. <laughs> You're usually... I would say when I 
would consider you like having a bad day around me, you're either hungry or tired. Yeah, and we hang out a lot late at night because we, mm-hmm. you know, have friends over, mm-hmm. have drinks, play games, do all that stuff. And then I'm like, all right. Yeah, you hit a wall. I do. When I'm done, I'm done. I can see it happen. It's like, I can see it from across the room. It's like I'm dancing, I'm dancing, I'm out. Yeah, fuck it, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's really no wind down. I don't don't know. I think the worst day I probably had around you is, um, you might remember this. I was the designated driver for Jamie one night. (laughs) And I was sober at the party. I do remember. I was having a lot of fun. And it was it was great to see Dr- Jamie really let loose that night. She was having a lot of fun. I think she was kind of so chatty. Yeah, I'm which, like, she, which what? she normally isn't. She's such a plain, not, not plain, but she's such a like just she, a level. She's like calculated. I would say yeah. before she talks, she's just like I don't know. Like and so when she does say things, it's like when she gets, I'm not just talking talk. Yeah, when know? when she gets chatty though, it's fun to watch. And so I was just kind of <laughs> enjoying that. And somebody came over to me and pointed out, like, dude, she's being really loud. And then so I was like, Jamie, 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 you're being kind of loud. And she came over and, like, you know, being a little drunk, having fun, like, shouted in my ear. Like, what? (gasps) Oh, yeah. And I have tinnitus from the military. And it triggered a ring that triggered a headache. That And so I was just kind of, like, sober with a headache ringing in my ears everybody's talking really loud and it makes it difficult to hear it them it does yeah because we have that big mm-hmm. great room that everyone chats and dreams your house for parties though it, it's, it's great to have really people but space. yeah that that sound kind of carries and yeah. it just gets super loud and so that's why it's always funny to even try to play music that was probably my worst day around you oh, yeah I'm sorry. as far as being bummed out but it was more like physical pain it wasn't that i was actually sad i just had like a headache and so i just got on twitter and pulled up the chive and uh, kind of look through some like chive posts and stuff. Yeah, because you don't do Facebook. It's so weird. I don't have Facebook. Yeah, I don't weird. have a Facebook. Um, you know what? I feel liberated. I feel like the rest of you are trapped. You're all a part of Skynet. Meh. If you unfriend somebody, they're going to like call you. Like, oh my God. what? I don't have that. Yeah. I don't ever have to worry about unfriending anybody. My friends exist. I can touch them. They don't like it, but I'll touch them. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so creepy. That look you just gave me. Did I just creep everybody out? No, no. I'm just like, yeah, don't touch me. Punch you in the throat, motherfucker. Just kidding. Yeah. Well, and I, I when you say touch friends, I was like, <laughs> uh, hugging a friend. Well, I mean, they're visceral. They're real. Yeah, yeah. No, I can no, go no, find them in realistic space. It's not. But And you yeah. know, I don't like to be touched. Like that's, that. Do I have a very like large bubble. Really? I will hug really, really close friends, but so that is really, but I'm like, please don't come up behind me and put your arm around me when I don't know that's coming. Trust me, Brady. I will really? let you know if it happens. You will first get a death look. Yeah. Um, no, no. And like, it's just, I really think it's just, I get, and maybe, maybe I'm so comfortable with you that if you ever have, it's never like, you know, like it's almost like a ring through my whole body and into my ears and it sort can, of shocks you yeah, yeah like, like i am very shock. like hyper aware of everything that's going on hmm. and you know and that is a, a ptsd uh certainly from you know sexual trauma yeah so that that's gonna be maybe a whole nother episode and i, I have to make peace with myself <laughs> maybe before i share that but i know um you know not the uh, 
only one. Like, there's quite a few Me Too stories, but sure, you know, I have my own. So. That's, that's but yeah, unique. so I, I just don't like it, especially behind me. So when people come up, you know. So I always got the impression, and we'd never, I, I never really noticed this about you, but you know what? To be honest with you, so much of the information that I know about you, mm-hmm. I absorbed. Yeah, from, like I've never from, like, like the environment. Come out never and told had, you. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of an interesting thing, but um, now that I think about it, definitely like people. I keep a distance. That you're definitely not into. You do. You have like a bubble that you keep sort of keep them out of. And I but people you love come right into the bubble, and you love them. They're, well, okay. To a point. Yes. Yeah. And my bubble has some very thick walls. Like, um, I have you know, good, good, good friends are inside that bubble. There's and it takes a lot to get inside there. Not to say like. I don't have really close friends that I'm happy to hug, but for me to actually initiate that hug, like I consider you my best friend. I feel like you have never not initiated a hug with me. Okay, well. But that being that being said, but I've never consciously made that effort, so that's really interesting. So again, that maybe just being like how much I know I trust you and how much I understand that you are just coming from a genuine place. We get along so well. We have so many interests, similar interests. Yeah. Like, it's always just, we're always fucking around, I, like, you know, laughing at each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I love about you is you, you are, and you talked about this in one of the podcasts, and it, it really resonated with me, because you were like, look, you can tell me about your experiences, but I'm going to go out and I'm going to do my own research. Yeah. I'm not going to let you tell me what it is. <clears throat> and when you and when you said that, I was like, oh, my God, that's uh, that's exactly what I do. Like, you can't tell me anything yeah like, but let's talk about it let's have a discussion uh-huh. and then i'm gonna i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna I'm not gonna, that i'm, I'm not willing to it. listen yeah or or but i'm i'm still need to um yeah experience it for myself so like as a child like telling me don't jump on the bed because i'm gonna fall and get hurt i'll be like okay cool i'm still gonna jump on the bed until you get hurt. and then when i fall and get hurt yeah i'm still gonna be like i wonder if that's just a one-time thing yeah find out if i'm gonna fall and get hurt next time but it's a healthy level of curiosity i think i I think not a lot of people have that in them um i tend to i tend to think along the lines of a scientific matter Mm -hmm. where i look at uh one of the things that i one of the things that i really kind of think about and i look at when people are discussing something that they consider to be fact with me is that human beings are very prone to confirmation bias Oh. We go out and we search out the data that we that we want, want. to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we want to sort to to not sort. Um, that we want to reinforce what we already think is right. Uh, oh yeah. And we're not willing to look at the opposing data. So, <laughs> one of the things that's going on in my life right now is uh, I'm a vapor. Yes. I use a vaporizer to inhale flavored nicotine products. Right. Uh, maybe one day we'll talk to that vape shop if they'd ever like to uh, throw their name on a, on our show. I don't know. <laughs> but Insert. Uh, insert. Yeah. Plug. Um, Sponsor. <clears throat> Sponsored by. So, actually, it's kind of an, an interesting story. So, I smoked when I met Jamie. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed cigarettes. Um, people, you know, they talked about quitting. And I was like, yeah, I know it's bad for me, but I like this. Yeah. You know, I didn't have a hate relationship with my nicotine addiction. I enjoyed looking like a dragon. You know, that was my thrill out of it. I get to blow smoke out of my nose. Really? Yeah, I lo- loved it. Who doesn't want to be a dragon? That's interesting. I guess. Or a unicorn. 
right? Everybody wants to be a mythical beast, and I get to blow smoke out of my nose. Watch me. I don't know, but like, but cigarettes aren't that big of a plume, I would say. Not compared to vaping. No, definitely yeah, not definitely compared not. to vaping, but I don't know. And then I just, in the, like, you can't smoke anywhere. Right. So it's out in the cold. Yeah. Wet. I didn't care. It's kind of stinky. Yeah, it is kind of stinky. It's sti- And I've noticed it a lot since I've quit. So, so what happened was I met Jamie. Jamie is an athletic trainer, uh, dietitian, and she had run a bunch of half marathons. A smart, healthy lady. She is a very smart, beautiful, powerful, healthy woman. Mm-hmm. Lovely. And I love her to death. Um, she uh, basically moved in the day we met. It was a super passionate relationship from right off the beginning, as passionate as Jamie can be. And uh, when she actually finally did like break her lease and move her things, mm-hmm. she had a box full of medals. And even with Jamie being an athletic trainer and a dietitian, she's not the picture, she's not the poster child for physical fitness. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's not, she doesn't look like Nike would hire her to be on a, an advertisement. Yeah. Like, I mean, she's a. She's beautiful and perfect. And an average. She's a realistic person. She's a real woman. Person. Yeah. Where, you know, she knows how to fuel her body. Yeah. She knows how to, you know, and not and to fuel it with to crap. perform. Yeah. And she fuels it to perform, not fuels it to. Yeah. To look yeah. the part, which, you know, there's two different, there's two different, two different things. There's more than two different, but yeah, yeah, they are two different, but yeah, exactly. So, so as I'm moving this, this gorgeous woman into my house, I come across a box of medals, five mm-hmm. K's, 10 K's, half marathons and something kind of, you will never find in my life <laughs> ever. I would have said the same thing, but, <laughs> uh, so I sort of made, you know, a joking comment. Like I said, if I love you, you're going to get picked on. And so I kind of teased her because, uh, you know, of course, when we met, she was in school and she wasn't actively training for any races or anything like that. So mm-hmm. it's not like I'm picking on Jamie in her prime. I was picking on Jamie at you know, probably a low spot or whatever. But yeah, yeah. When you're in school, like yeah. every, all your hobbies kind of get put on a shelf. Yeah, exactly. And so I just kind of made a comment along the lines of like, well, if you could run a half marathon, how hard could it be? And uh, she signed me up for one. And I, f- and I found out firsthand. And so, and in that training course, I ended up, uh, as I was training for the half marathon, I realized that smoking was not conducive to that. And uh, I swung into this really nice vape shop. Uh, it's kind of local. And they set me up. I explained to them what my goals were. And, and the guy says, yeah, we have a lot of success with helping people quit smoking. Yeah. Using a vaporizer. And they set me up with a pretty basic model and taught me how to use it and because there's a little bit more going on than just lighting it up and smoking it and that kind of thing. And and uh, that was the last last pack of cigarettes I bought was the day I bought my first vaporizer. That being said, we were talking about confirmation bias to, to bring the story full circle. Uh, my dad currently believes that uh, it would be better for me to go back to smoking and that vaping is going to kill me, you know, immediately. Where... The truth of it is, his confirmation bias is I'm doing something new and interesting, and he doesn't want me to be a part of something new and interesting. And he's heard a couple of bad stories about vaporizers and well, and what I mean, you have the, the huge fear yeah. stories in the media, and well, and we'll, everybody's dropping dead. You're gonna hear that a lot on our podcast because I feel like, especially local news in Utah, 
Um, you know, they use a lot of fear tactics when things they don't understand. Or, totally. Um, and they go against the main um, religious. Yeah. Prop two. Oh, oh, God. Yeah. Don't get me started on that. Yeah. No, but, um, you know, th- there's just a lot of things. And so, yes, there are people who are a couple people died because of an unregulated. Ac- uh, yes. Ex- and I'm unregulated, glad you said that. Inaccurate, illegal. measured. Yep. Um, and so that everyone blew up about it. How many fucking people die of cigarettes every day? Plane loads. Exactly. It's like a 747 crashing into a mountain every single day. Exactly. So, and I get that we just don't, we don't know what's going to happen with vapes and what it's doing to bodies. And that's, so it is kind of like nerve wracking, you know, but uh, for the moment. I'm taking a risk. I know, I know that even when I continue to vape, I'm taking a risk, but. But you're also helping us with research, Brady. The evidence, I am, I'm part of the control group, right? So. And I'm, and I'm a success story. I quit cigarettes. Completely. Yeah. Out of curiosity, are they like priced the same? Like, what would you say is the cost difference? Oh, it's totally it's cheaper. Um, the vape? Yeah, no, it's totally cheaper. So when and and I'm kind of going off of old prices because I haven't bought cigarettes in a long time, and probably not the fairest prices because I bought my cigarettes on base. Oh yes. So I would go Military. purchase a carton, and I believe there are twenty cigarettes in a pack, and I think there are, I want to say there's twenty packs in a carton. So it might just be 10. So, you know, correct me if I'm wrong out there uh, by using uh, saltysexcast at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, if you need to tell Brady he's terrible at math, you w- can reach us there. Yeah. If I, if, well, if I don't, if I just don't remember what came in a carton of cigarettes. Oh, oh gotcha. Yeah. Anyways, so Counting there were, so hard. there were 20, 20, I know for a fact there's 20 cigarettes in a, in a pack. There's, either 10 or 20 packs in a carton and i was getting them i think they were 40 dollars and that was on base would you go through that i was smoking a pack a day when i met jamie and she didn't know it no yeah i kind of i hid that from her i was embarrassed but so i mean i mean let's let's break it down let's talk about it that way right a pack of cigarettes at that time was seven dollars a day that's how much they are a pack i think they're more now oh my god i think they're more now uh, well, I mean, well, I, I only buy... I was also smoking Marlboros. There's some cheaper versions, and there's some more expensive versions. Yeah, I yeah. see. Like, I've only purchased for myself prime times. Mm-hmm. Hashtag yeah. great prime time. Yummy. Just kidding. Lick your um, lips. Yeah, because well, when I'm drinking, to share a prime time with some friends, it's, it's just fun. You bond. I can't, I can't ever finish a whole one. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, it's just a, that flavored mini cigar kind mm-hmm. of thing. It's just it's it's something that I've enjoyed for since I was a teenager. Sure. Um, and I probably smoke. Who doesn't like being a dragon? I probably smoke like six a year if we really wanted to total it up, and that's actually being very very on the. I would say high less. Say. Yeah, that that's why I'm like maybe three. Based off of what I've seen, I think when me and you smoked prime times together, it was. You maybe had a third of one. Yeah, I usually don't even have a half because it's usually already when I'm tipsy. And if I have a half of one, it almost sets me over where I can get sick. Mm -hmm. I really just kind of, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what it brings in for me. And it's not like it's, I'm addicted to the nicotine because I don't crave the nicotine. I crave the 
something to do to chat around and to pass around with somebody. And so that's why sometimes it's fun to have a vape. Yeah. I love to just stand in a circle and pass it around the room. Yeah, because I'll take a few puffs off of your vape every now and again. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, you know, it's like beer, coffee, cigarettes, uh, and now vape, mm-hmm. marijuana in some places. Uh, not Utah. Not Utah. Not yet. It'll. I. I. I theorize it'll be legally federally before it's. It'll be legalized federally before Utah gets on board. Oh, yeah. We're gonna I'll be behind the curve, one. just like the state lottery. Like there's. Unfortunately, we have some archaic. Thought processes involved yeah. in running our government, and, but anyways, it's not a political podcast, right? We can. We could probably do one sometimes, like an after hours or something. But anyways, Brady <clears throat> talks politics. Yeah. Because Polit- I'm not informed enough. I'd love to talk politics and religion with some people that really are into it. Because most of the people <laughs> that I talk to, all they have are 30-second sound bites from Fox News to argue with me about. And I fucking wreck them. And the only thing they can say is, no uh No. <laughs> I just, I don't care enough to, I, I much rather spend my energy spreading positivity. Sure than finding out that's what i love about you yeah so i just i i and it's not that i think politics are dumb or anything i just they're just not for me anyway that's what i was gonna say about smoking and drinking and coffee and those things that have always gathered people around you embrace those things because you love gathering people around yeah you enjoy the camaraderie cup of coffee yeah no one says let's go grab a cup of cocoa 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 yeah, well, maybe in Utah they do. Do do people? I feel like Starbucks has. Hey, let's go meet at the the Ward House and. Oh fuck! I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know what people do. Can I really I... don't remember when I was Mormon what we do to like or what we said. We said a lot of like movie night, game nights. Yeah. Is when you get people together. I feel. I like... just say, hey, come on over for food and drinks. Yeah, but and and even then you still get people like, what kind of drinks? Like, they sort of look at you sideways. Have they seen my booze fridge? Which is awesome, by the way. I Completely feel like that should cool. be somebody's screensaver. Okay, I'll take a picture. And yeah. Maybe maybe that will be the, <laughs> the episode. Can you do that? Cover art. I haven't. So I haven't been involved in the in the posting. That right? back end. Yeah. You just, yeah. Um, yes, you can. I can change a photo every episode. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. Maybe we'll get I'll, it. I'll put my vape on a shelf. How about? But we'll turn it away because I'm not going to put it. Well, you know what? We'll we'll put my vape on the shelf when a vape company steps up and decides to say, you know what, I like what they're doing. It's Salty Sex Cast, and I'm going to get on board. And they can reach us through saltysexcast at gmail.com. I love that plug. (laughs) And why aren't you in radio, sir? No, I'm just kidding. Because of my parents. Well, my parent, my dad. That was loud, sorry. Um, My, so, getting on to more about, do you still want to hear more about me? Well, this is the introducing Brady. I mean, we've talked a lot about you and I and our interactions and our our friendship. But but yeah, what does Mariah want to know about me? I don't know. What? Let's talk about. Okay, we're we're a sex cast. We are a sex cast. So let's talk about some first experiences. So Pamela and I have already brought up about like masturbation. Yeah. So let's hear about some some stories from Brady, like your first experience, or maybe getting caught, or are you a prolific masturbator? <laughs> <laughs> I am a prolific masturbator. I masturbate as much as my body can handle. 
Okay. To be honest with you. Yeah, I don't and, and it's it's a little bit different I think with guys because we sort of have like a reservoir of what's available. Oh gotcha. Whereas women that are capable of multiples or it's kind of it can be an endless supply, sort of. For some. For some. Um Yeah, God, I love I love how different every woman is. And if there's women out there listening to this that really care what men think about it, your differences is what attracted that person to you. Not the shit that's the same about everybody. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> the differences, you need to embrace your differences, whatever they are. Yeah. But if if it's a struggle or if it's a strength, embrace that. Let let it be you. Because it is you. And and just don't let it hold you back. Yeah. Please don't let it hold you back. But that being said, um, I could not tell you the first time I masturbated. I have been masturbating my entire life. Okay. From the beginning of time. So what's one that really, like sticks out in your head maybe an embarrassing story or so you talked about tubs bathtubs yes bathtubs i have so when i first kind of discovered you know the sort of like textile world oh uh plus my penis (laughs) plus plus my penis boys find those in utero yeah they do they play with those in utero yeah Yeah. there's there's video footage of it available Mm -hmm. yeah they masturbate in utero uh some great TED talks out there. If you're ever curious there. about your own sexuality, there you're you're a click away from a community that cares and loves you. <laughs> Guarantee it. But anyways, um, we had a whirlpool thing that it's probably. I'll bet you nowadays it'd be illegal because you'd plug it into the wall and then you'd put it in the tub. Oh geez, that sounds terrifying. <laughs> and it would spin the water in the tub. Interesting. Like kind of a mini little. Hot tub, yeah, Hot like, tub yeah, kind of thing, yeah. And I loved, uh, um, sort of feeling that pressure against my penis, and I would become aroused, okay. and then I'd kind of shut it off and sort of uh, rub against the tub until I climaxed. Interesting. Okay. Uh, and of course, I mean, we're talking. I was really young, and uh, you know, so nothing like I didn't ejaculate. But I mm-hmm. definitely came to a conclusion. Okay. I definitely climaxed. Interesting. Uh, and so I think the the embarrassing story comes in, and <laughs> there are guys out, if there are any men listening to this podcast, they're going to know exactly what I was talking about. But uh, I introduced some shampoo into sort of like a humping motion, and that shampoo got into my urethra, and I oh. thought I was going to fucking die. Burn. Like fell out of the tub, fucking crying. So wait, hold on, hold on. Like you use shampoo as like the lube, or mm-hmm. you like put your dick in the shampoo hole. No, I don't even think back then it would have fit in okay. there. But I was using it like lube okay. on sort of like the edge of the tub. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Sorry, I'm gonna ask a lot of details, but I was confused. No, that's fine. I it, yeah, if I'm if I'm missing on details, please please ask. Um, and if anybody has any questions or they're curious about to hear, uh, we'll talk about my superpower here in a little bit. If anybody would yes, like to please. ask some questions, please shoot us an email. Salt. <laughs> salty sex cast at gmail.com um i so i see a tally how many times brady can say that you know what i can plug i can plug dude can plug for sure (laughs) that sounds like a sex move (laughs) (laughs) it's the dude can plug yeah Yeah, Um, maybe maybe that'll be my that's another thing we have to talk about is my producer's nickname yep howard stern called his producer pig vomit i think every producer should have a decent nickname Maybe, yeah. maybe I, I'm just going to throw it out there. I can't pick my own nickname, but, uh, you know, plug might not plug. be bad. Yeah. Well, you do plug a lot of things into a board. 
I, I do. <laughs> and I don't know what they're color coded, and I still can't figure it out. I was I was thinking more of like a sexual thing, but whatever. But, well, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> hey, producer, plug. Okay, plug. Continue, yeah. continue. No, totally. I like it. Uh, so I fell out of the tub. Fucking, I thought I was gonna die, and you know, I mean, a boy thinks he's gonna lose his penis or something. That's the end of your life. And I went running to my mom, told her, this hurts, this hurts, this hurts. And then she was like, well, why? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I even knew, I instinctually knew as a child back then that I can't tell them I was dry humping the tub. Or but you weren't dry humping, though. I it was, was wet. shampoo slippery. humping the tub. <laughs> uh, and my dad sort of, he, he thought, this was over the, my dad was at work, he, over the phone was like, well, have him drink some cranberry juice. Thought it was a... a Oh, uh, anyways, I, bladder I, infection. Yeah, I managed to pee, and everything was fine after that. And but to pee when it stings, <sighs> yeah, happens and to girls too. Guys are dumb. Soaping up, and I'd be a liar if I said I hadn't done the same thing to myself in a different way. I, I don't hump the tub anymore. Um, God, I'm trying to think if I ever got caught. I don't think I ever really got caught because I, my mom's a nurse. She was very sort of informed of what human bodies do yeah and but she never really like she didn't volunteer information but she never hid anything if i came to her looking for information okay she but she called everything by its proper name Mm -hmm. and my dad was not okay with that he wanted to call it a he wanted to call it a tillywhacker and my mom was like no it's a penis we're gonna call it a penis good for your mom so i've always been a little like kind of the when it come when it came to sex ed and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. i was always sort of the outcast because i was like oh you mean a penis you know, like I had the technical terms down. Yeah. Before I'd even like sort of figured the whole thing out. <clears throat> um, I remember the first time that I ejaculated, I wasn't quite sure what the fuck that had happened. I was like, what have I done? Did I just piss myself? And thankfully porn kind of gave me an idea. <laughs> that Because the first time I ejaculated, it, it wasn't very ejaculate looking. It was more clear. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I want to say I was in the sixth or seventh grade when that happened. Very normal age. Yeah. yeah. And I remember the f- first time I kind of felt like I was a late de- late bloomer, but I don't really think that I was. There was just happened to be an early bloomer next to me at the urinal one time. <laughs> and he was one of those guys who wasn't a shy peer and like stood back from the urinal for some reason. And so it was you, you kind of glimpsed. Yeah, I don't know. I've never had to do this. And I think it's still so weird that women are so shut down, but we sit down. You can't even freaking see what's going on down there. Yeah. But men can pee next to each other and you can obviously see their genitals. Like it's just, why has that been? Sometimes well, it's super bathrooms obvious. I don't know. Are designed. Well, so I did. Not I, that I want toilets sitting next to each other. Well, if you, uh, I is can't, it, is I can't it the even... period? Is it? You can't. I think women. Shameful? I think women are expected to be shameful. Oh, oh, completely. And, and it's, that's and that history from, tells yeah, that's us that. History, religion. It starts. It starts with religion. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. You guys were talking about the Victorian ages. It started before that. You women oh, yeah. in the Ten Commandments are my cattle. Yeah. It says so. Uh, thou shalt not cover the thy neighbors. Cover. Cover. <laughs> Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's. I was burping. That's my oh. <laughs> Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Uh, thy neighbor's wife, chattel, and I don't know. Chattel. Ass. Chattel. Yeah, it says chattel. I think in the uh, King's James version. Do they mean like cattle? 
I don't know. I didn't study it enough. Chattel. A selfie time. Just threw in a selfie randomly. Yeah, perfect. Post it. Do we have a Twitter? No, because then people are going to ask about my podcast. Well, we need a we need a salty sex cast Twitter. We do. Yeah. Twitter. Twitter. I don't Twitter. I don't F- tweet. I tweet. I'll tell you. I don't have Facebook, but I have Twitter. And I will tell you that if you if you have Twitter, it's a fantastic way to stay in touch with people who are producing things that you're interested in. So, more on to sex. I kind of told you about my superpower, right? Have I ever told you about my superpower at all? Mm, possibly. Mariah. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. You've been drunk probably when we've had this conversation. That's, what, that's exactly what that sheepish look was. Like, <laughs> my memory. <laughs> Either that or you were asleep uh, when I told the rest of the It was tequila amnesia. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I got kind of okay. loud. I did the same thing just recently. <sighs> um, okay, superpower. I can have multiple orgasms without ejaculating interesting yeah i think i remember having this conversation i just didn't associate it with you calling it your superpower but that would kind of make sense just because of you being able to climax younger you though there wasn't any ejaculate okay yeah tell me tell me more i discovered this superpower i was reading um i learned to read really really well at a really young age and there wasn't anything that really wasn't available to me in my house when it came to books okay and i dug into my mom's medical journals from her nursing school and there were some very poorly drawn uh sexual health pictures that didn't really i mean it wasn't it was like (laughs) rough outlines of people having sex um sort of basic sex uh, and there was a discussion about women, basically, yeah, or cowgirl, and um, the um, which would be woman on top, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, oh, yeah. male female copulation. Um, is that the right word, copulation? I was just gonna say I really enjoy your vocabulary because I don't know what that means, but I think copulate. Yeah, copulate. There's two people. They copulate. Copulation. Anyways, um, in that in that portion of the book the sexual health portion of the book it talked about women using kegel exercises to strengthen their pelvic floor mm-hmm. and the benefits of that and then it talked about men also having the same ability but in a different way and then it talked about a way to deal with premature ejaculation copulation copulation is sexual intercourse yeah i like that word copulation i have a lot of words i've recently discovered that i really enjoy should we have a Brady's word of the day? Oh, we yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what? Let's ask our listeners. If you guys think it would be a good idea to have Brady's word of the week, uh, oh, let, yeah. let us know at <laughs> saltysexcast at gmail.com. <laughs> That's number six. Where, where are we at? <laughs> you know what? Why don't we have the listeners tell us at the end of the podcast by emailing us at saltysexcast at gmail.com. <laughs> So they were talking about male PC muscles. And then shortly after that, uh, I read the article the next... I don't think the, the two articles were combined, but it, they started talking about premature ejaculation. They talked about basically what we would call a cock ring today. Uh, they talked about like taking a pause, catching your breath, you mm. know, to keep from coming. Uh, and then... 
they talked about what type of nurse is your mom this was just a medical journal oh okay this is just a yeah this is just like a textbook and we're talking about a chapter in this book okay. it's not even yeah it's not the full book uh, she's a great nurse yeah, but I was just like, yeah. no, no, I'm not. Yeah, no, 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 like, no. Yeah, she's I'm not. Like, a, is she, she know, in she, like a she, urology department? No, no. Okay, okay, she, okay. she did uh, pediatrics. I think was where she started, and then uh, she was in the OR, and now she's pre-admit outpatient type stuff. Uh, but anyways, cool. So the next episode, or the next, not episode, the next episode, the next, <laughs> the next chapter or article in that book was, uh, you know, like I said, about dealing with premature ejaculation, and the next step to to dealing with premature ejaculation was for the male uh to reach underneath his balls and depress his urethra pinch it off pinch it off interesting i really didn't know what that meant i've just always heard that yeah and (laughs) so i'm capable because i did because i did the pc exercises uh from how do you do uh well i don't know how to I don't know how I would describe that to you, I guess. I could tell a male pretty easily. Yeah, I'm so tell so our male listeners if, how you can work on your PC if muscles. If you want to work on your PC muscles, uh, basically you're going to be doing male Kegels. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing Kegels right now. The same, so, I'm trying to picture so, this. With so am I. <laughs> so am I. And I and you'll Is have, it the you'll, same you'll muscle that me. you can flick your dick up and down? Yep, same one. Oh, see, there you go. Okay. Yeah, uh, so when... You can flick well, a quarter off of that. I'm just kidding. Well, you have control that one. Yeah, I can shoot a peanut across the room. Um. <laughs> I don't know. This gave me this funny visual. I'm just like, Meow. like someone's just standing there talking. All of a sudden, like a peanut hits them across the side of the face. <laughs> I'm gonna next time a peanut's sitting around, I'm just gonna toss it at you. And Are you? Laugh. I okay. I, I, don't, I don't know. Sorry. What I promised myself was to to do. Oh no, micro microphone down. I just giggled too hard. That's and okay. My boob knocked it over. <laughs> okay. Um. So, men, if you would like to work on your PC muscles, which massages your prostate, it makes you ejaculate a larger volume. Oh. Um, I don't know that it increases the semen count, but it certainly produces the amount of ejaculate for me. Okay. This might not be the case for everybody, but... You can let us know. At saltysexcast at gmail.com. Boom. <laughs> that was your fault. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I just felt left out. It's the same group of muscles that men would use to urinate. So the next yeah, time. Yeah, so if you can stop urinating. Mm-hmm. A lot of men can't. Really? A lot of men that I've talked to about this, they cannot stop their urine. Once they start peeing, they're incapable of stopping it. Interesting. Okay. Um, so the next time you're at a urinal or at home or whatever, start peeing, stop peeing. And if it hurts, it's because you have weak PC muscles. Hmm. So start practicing. Use that same group of muscles when you're sitting at your desk, working at your office, driving your truck, whatever it is you do for work. Mm -hmm. If you have a moment where you can focus on that muscle group, clinch, hold, uh, start out, you know, with... Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. No, go ahead. Sometimes I just jump to things. You need to finish your thought. Okay. Um, Clinch and hold. And... When you build this muscle group up, you will get to a point, and I recommend practicing alone first, (laughs) you will get to a point that in certain positions, you're capable of having an orgasm. Without the ejaculation. Without ejaculating. Interesting. Now, there is a warning label attached to this. If your partner does not like cum, 
on her, in her, around her. Or him. Wh- or him. Or, or them. them. Or they. Yep. Yep. I'm get, I'm trying to get better at that. We're that's getting, that's something I struggle hey, with. You know what? And it's a start that counts. I'm learning. We're all learning. And if I screw up, here's another thing. I call everybody guys. And I call a lot of people and dude. 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 I call everybody bro. dude. Bro. I think, I, yeah. uh, maybe it's me who does bro. You do more. bro a lot. But I do yeah. bro from time to time. I okay. call I call my little girl bro. You do. My daughter. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about her later. Um, I recommend practicing on your own. And as you practice on your own, as you practice on your own, uh, you will eventually be able to hold that orgasm. Oh, no, I was talking about my warning label. Hey, y'all. So to check out Brady's warning label, stay tuned for Just the Tip Part 2. Puberty. Puberty? Well, puberty's a lot of things. Here's the piece. When you hear about it first, it sounds very strange. Oh, if it really bothers you, you should see a doctor. Then at puberty, certain glands begin to work, and our bodies begin to change. It enlarges the penis itself. And there's a center opening between those two, which is called the vagina. The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help.